Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. The title of our reading this morning is that our prayers are like fragrant incense before the throne of grace. Revelation chapter 8, verse 3, another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. True prayer takes hold upon omnipotence and gives us the victory. Upon his knees, the Christian obtains strength to resist temptation. The silent, fervent prayer of the soul will rise like holy incense to the throne of grace and will be as acceptable to God as if offered in the sanctuary. To all who thus seek him, Christ becomes a present help in time of need. They will be strong in the day of trial. It is a wonderful favor for any man in this life to be commended of God as was Cornelius. And what was the ground of disapproval? Acts 10.4 tells us, Thy prayers and thine alms are come up for a memorial before God. Neither prayer nor almsgiving has any virtue in itself to recommend the sinner to God. The grace of Christ, through his atoning sacrifice, can alone renew the heart and make our service acceptable to God. This grace had moved upon the heart of Cornelius. The Spirit of Christ had spoken to his soul. Jesus had drawn him, and he had yielded to the drawing. His prayers and alms were not urged or extorted from him. They were not a price he was seeking to pay in order to secure heaven. They were the fruit of love and gratitude to God. Such prayer from a sincere heart ascends as incense before the Lord, and offerings to his cause and gifts to the needy and suffering are a sacrifice well-pleasing to him. Prayer and almsgiving are closely linked together. The expression of love to God and to our fellow men, they are the outworking of the two great principles of the divine law. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So those who do not want to keep the law of God, and do not, do not want to love God or their neighbor. Thus, while our gifts cannot recommend us to God or earn his favor, they are an evidence that we have received the grace of Christ. They are a test of the sincerity of our profession of love. Well, we can't see this angel offering incense when we pray. But John tells us he saw it. We know the incense represents the righteousness of Christ. Christ's righteousness is not a physical thing. Yet somehow, his life had such a sweet fragrance. And he gives his righteousness to his saints who have faith in his ability to save them. Even our prayers must be made acceptable. Is that not what you get 
God's love for you and me is such that he provides a way for us to come to him. I'm sure you've seen people on TV or on your cell phone pushing people over and picking them up and yelling and moving around on stage as though they could tell God what to do to heal them, demanding that God heal them. And yet, when God revealed himself to Elijah, we read in on one second, I will read it to you. It's First Kings nineteen, eleven to thirteen. And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold the Lord passed by, and a great and a strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake and after the earthquake a fire but the Lord was not in the fire and after the fire a still small voice and it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave and behold there came a voice unto him and said what doest thou here Elijah The wildness of the earthquake, the fire and the wind is not God. And the wild activity of the so-called healers and preachers does not represent God. Would you agree? First Peter chapter 3, 3 and 4 tells us whose adorning, let it not be that outward adorning of plating of hair and wearing of gold, putting on of apparel. Let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. Also, Galatians 5, 22 and 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, Against such there is no law. That's revealing, isn't it? First, God loves a meek and quiet spirit. Second, the fruit of the spirit, that's fruit, not fruits, will all be present by the spirit in, in one. And these traits don't have any law that condemns them. Could we say that they fulfill the law? Romans 13, verse 8, Paul tells us, Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. Paul goes into it more deeply in the rest of the chapter, but I'll leave that for you to follow up with at your own desire. I think we could say without doing harm to these verses or to our understanding of what God is telling us that to mirror God we will need the fruit of the Spirit and to follow suit and be like him we will not strive for attention from others, but reveal gentle, peaceful character traits. Since this is not the nature of humanity, we will need constant connection with Jesus and be filled with his spirit, for we cannot make ourselves better. Jesus tells us in John 15, verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whosoever remains in me 
and I in him will bear much fruit, because without me you can do nothing. Do you think this fruit that he speaks of is the fruit of the Spirit that he's referring to? Philippians 4 verse 13, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I just want to reiterate in closing that all our gifts and efforts to bless God and others do not earn us anything. They are evidence of our being born again and have received the grace of Christ. Because, as the Bible says, even after we have done all of these things, we are still unprofitable servants. We have just done what was our duty to do. But we do it from a heart of love because Christ is there. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, this morning, I and those who are here with me, we come to you for your indwelling, for your fruits of your spirit, for your grace, for a changed life to reveal to the world what the indwelling of your power can do in a human, just as you came to show us. I pray that these who are here with me today will experience a closer walk with you and that I too will be the witness I need to be in my little part of the world. Thank you, Jesus, in your name I pray. Amen. Have a wonderful day, my friends. I'll see you in the morning.